Hi, and welcome to the Details podcast. Happy 2021. Uh, hopefully, it's a happy 2021 and that you're healthy and your family is doing well. And even with all the craziness around, you have your chin up and are just living your best life um, during these crazy times. Definitely not easy. Uh, if you need a hug, I'm sending you a hug from afar. It's not not easy at all. Um, but yeah, it's 2021, which is exciting. Um, I want to talk today about something that um, I think is a bit uh, overestimated. Sorry, underestimated. I apologize. Underestimated. Um, and should definitely be looked at differently, um, especially nowadays, since that um, I think that most of the world is still in lockdown, whether it's number two, three, maybe four. Um, the fact that we are at home or even in our offices, but really just so so disconnected physically and just everything's really changed in the way we work. Um, I want to talk specifically about LinkedIn. This is not a commercial for LinkedIn. I don't work for LinkedIn. I don't have a sponsorship with LinkedIn. Um, I just want to talk specifically about why I think it is um, just an underestimated maybe platform and just the power of LinkedIn, I think, is being a little bit underestimated. Um, Like I said, you know, these days we are just way more detached than we've ever been. Um, And I think that by being so detached, it's caused us to also be way more digitally dependent. Um, you know, we don't have meetups, we don't go to events, we held, you know, we have pitch competitions all online, we have webinars like, you know, online, obviously, um, but everything is just done distantly. Even if we do meet someone face to face, you know, we do have to keep a distance, a physical distance. So really, when you think about it, you know, it's not enough today um, to to think that you know maintaining your existing relationships is what's enough. People still need to focus on the existing relationships along with finding ways to create new ones, especially in the world of tech. Um, everything is so people driven, relationship driven. Uh, your network is your you know is just as as strong as your ability to get deals done and and get fundraising and bring on new employees and etc. It's so much about who you know, how you know these people who can help you, et cetera, et cetera. So really, I think that people look at LinkedIn as like, oh, I just want to connect to this person and have them, you know, some people just look at it that way. I want to connect this person on LinkedIn, send them a message, and hopefully they will, you know, um, help me as, a, as just somebody on my network that I feel like following. There's that. And then there's obviously, you know, with, with in my world of venture capital, you know, people reach out, obviously, you know, entrepreneurs, they're looking for fundraising, they're looking to just like I said, had just have me in their network for when they do want to fundraise. Um, I reach out to entrepreneurs too, by the way, a lot via LinkedIn. I'll get to that in a bit. But I think, you know, people, there's that side of things. And there's also just the, you know, people that you want to learn from and gain um, expertise or insights from people that you just feel that, you know, you want to, you want to be affiliated with what they do. Um, not just so that they're in your network, but really because you're tracking what they're doing, it's in the space that you're in and you believe that by tracking them, it'll hopefully maybe take you to, you know, you can learn and take you to a next step or a next idea. Who knows? Um, Obviously the concept of LinkedIn is business, is to do business. It's not just the network, but it's to use that network to do business. And because we're so detached today and, you know, 
I mean, co-working spaces are not even the same. It's just everything is so different. I mean, even me, I sit, um, I'm in a distributed team uh, in the venture capital fund I work for. We're a global venture capital fund. I'm the only person out here in Tel Aviv, and even I work in a co-working space. And I don't, I don't uh, go as often as I used to because... Um, you know, sitting with a mask distant from people in, I'm in an open space versus sitting in a small office by myself, I don't know, less intriguing for me. And so because of that, going back to LinkedIn um, and this, you know, being so much more digitally dependent, digitally dependent, um, I think LinkedIn is like in many ways become like, you know, maybe like the new Starbucks and, you know, in the Valley or, or any one of the cafes here in Tel Aviv, for example, and in any tech hub, you know, like it used to be, you just sit somewhere, you probably see two, three people that, you know, you chat with them. And even if you don't know the person next to you, you see that they're also working on something, you could you know, start a conversation. And basically whether you're an introvert, extrovert, it doesn't really matter. Somebody could reach out to you. You could reach out to them. It would be a new opportunities to expand the network. And I think that's what LinkedIn, um, is now so much more crucial than ever before. I mean, for some reason, I, you know, I speak to so many entrepreneurs, there's still this notion that like, oh, you know, if I reach on LinkedIn, people won't reply. And oh, I don't want to reach out to LinkedIn. I prefer, you know, through connections. Fair enough. That totally makes sense. You know, it's always better if you have an email to somebody or somebody intros you for sure. But there's really, really, really nothing wrong with reaching out through LinkedIn. On the contrary, I think it makes so much sense to reach out through LinkedIn because now everybody is very LinkedIn focused, way more than before. I am completely blown away by the people that have been reaching out to me over the past year, people that have asked to connect, how quickly people reply, how fast things move because everybody really, because of the detachment, is now looking for any way possible to connect. And again, what I'm saying is not, you know, we need to focus on our existing relationships, but also creating new ones. That's just how you grow a business and yourself. So when you really keep that in mind, um, I think it's important to, to view LinkedIn as really a gateway for your needs right now. And there's no shame in it whatsoever, really. Um, I think that a lot of companies I talk to, you know, if you're looking, if you're growing startup, I mean, I'm going to focus specifically on areas that I think I've seen the biggest, you know, um, question mark there, the biggest pain maybe is companies in the B2C space. I think there are a lot of new businesses and new entrepreneurs, you know, new companies that are very excited about building B2C companies. And that's great. I think that's that's fantastic. Um, in the neck of the woods here in, in Israel, there are B2C companies, but not as much as you see B2B. I think in general, um, companies coming out of Israel are very B2B focused. And B2C is growing and, and it's exciting and it's it's awesome, really. Um, but the B2C, B2C expertise is kind of lacking. You don't really see so many people that actually know um, to do uh, B2C growth and how to build the, the B2C frameworks and, and just doing really you know, the cohort analysis, just knowing, understanding really what, what growth looks like for B2C or even direct-to-consumer products. Um, again, it's changing, but, but it's still not so prevalent. And because of that, I think that, I mean, I meet so many companies in the space and I'm really fortunate to get to meet them and, and they excite me, but I, I really offer it to many of them. And I, and I wanted to say it now on the podcast reach out to people on LinkedIn openly, express to them what you're doing. You know, obviously do the research first. Sorry, I'll take a step back. Do the research first. See who out there in the US or in Europe, depending on where you're trying to go, has expertise that you wish you had. 
that you wish was part of your team? People that have done B2C already, people that have grown companies in the space, have sold companies in the space, have worked for companies in the space, reach out to them openly and tell them, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is my business. This is my background. I am so moved by your background. I'm so inspired by your background. Honestly, I need to learn from you and what you've done. I'd love to jump on a call share what I'm doing and get your perspective, get your input, get your thoughts. Um, People really, really refrain from doing this or maybe because they don't feel comfortable reaching out cold or, you know, it's a little bit, it, it requires putting ego aside and, but recognizing that I really, really think people, experts, especially in, in, you know, people that have done worked in a specific area or industry for many years, somebody who's done B2C a few times, especially, or the successful, you know, one-time B2C company, they're really open to these type of messages. They enjoy them. And if you ask them to be, you know, an expert and advisor, I mean, most people, you know, as busy as they are, they're so happy to, to share their, their thoughts, to share their perspectives. I know this sounds kind of funny, but people do like to sound that, you know, do like the sound of their own voice. And, and it really is very, very, um, it's a huge compliment that you want to get somebody's advice and expertise. Now, many won't reply. Okay. But, but like many things, even when you, you know, raise money, you're going to get a lot of no's, but, but till you get that one or two yeses, and that's what you need to look for. The people that will get back to you and say, Hey, you know, thanks for reaching out. I'm happy to have like, you know, 15, 20 minute call. And you have that call, you come prepared, you come with a need, and you're really clear on what you'd like to get from this specific individual. And honestly, um, a lot of the companies I've, I've advised this to do came back and said, wow, this person was great. We're having a follow-up call. And later I found out that they ended up joining as being on their advisory board. So really, it doesn't matter if you're B2C. I just give that as an example. But, you know, B2C, B2B, any industry. I mean, I, I give the example also of um, Lemonade, which is a fantastic business in the insurance tech space. Um, if you haven't heard of them, totally go look them up. They're just just an incredible team doing beautiful things. And both of the co-founders are so, so, so incredible, really. Um, both have different backgrounds, but they've done amazing things beforehand, but not coming from the insurance space. And what they did early on, I don't know how they did this. It could have been through LinkedIn, by the way. I don't know, probably through, through you know, um, mutual connections or, or, or maybe it was through their funds that, uh, that backed them. I don't know. But they did reach out to expert in the space and say, hey, this is what we want to do. Let's meet and, you know, let's get your feedback. And by doing that, they basically got kind of like the, the certification or the validation from the industry that what they were doing made sense. By having somebody who comes from the industry that you're targeting, like I said, whether it's B2C, B2B, it doesn't matter. You're doing fintech, you're doing cyber, you're doing digital health doesn't matter. Whatever industry you want to, you're, you're targeting, reaching out to that person, like I said, via LinkedIn. If you can do it through your existing relationships and through your existing connections, that's phenomenal. But if you don't and you want to find somebody like that, go ahead, do the research, write to a few people that you think are key, reach out to them, ask them for their help, meet them, talk to them, and get them hopefully on board. If you can, just getting their insights is amazing. But if you'd also get them on board, that's phenomenal. Um, and really... I, I would love for, you know, anybody who hears this to reach out to me afterwards on LinkedIn and say, hey, you know, I did what you said. I reached out to like 10 people. 
Uh, I've actually been in contact with three. I have to say that one of them is just so perfect. And we've had two calls already, three calls already. And I, you know, this person's going to join our team and this person's going to be an advisor. Or if this person just gave me really, you know, some tips that made me pivot or whatever it may be, feel free to do that. I would love to hear where, um, where this process took you. And you'll see that it really, really works. It really makes, it can make a big difference. And um, from a venture capital perspective, from, from my day-to-day job, I mean, I, I look for these different things in a deck, to be honest. I, or when I, obviously when I meet the team, you know, if you, even if you've been doing cybersecurity for so many years, you still, you still will want to have a fantastic, you know, expert in your specific space on your advisory board or on your board. There's no reason not to. It could be, uh, you know, an investor who works at a fund that has been doing cybersecurity investments for years, or it could be somebody who is sold, you know, uh, to many different companies in the space as well. It doesn't matter. The fact that you that you show, um, it just shows that you that you that you know what you don't know in many ways, and that you know that you're open to to help, and that it's good to get guidance and support. And that you have market validation and industry validation for what you're doing. It's like wind, really. It's like, sorry, wind in your sails, really. Um, it's such a key thing. And, and um, generally, it's great. But I think that nowadays, getting there will be a lot through LinkedIn. And don't, don't be fearful of doing that. Um, and of course, the same thing goes for venture capital. Um, it is totally, totally normal to reach out to funds. Um, if any VC fund says that they don't talk to entrepreneurs via LinkedIn or don't reach out to them via LinkedIn, yeah, I wouldn't believe it. Uh, I think that nowadays there's a mix. Obviously, there's through the existing network, like I said, and through the portfolio and through um, other VCs and colleagues. I mean, there's so many different ways that you get deal flow for sure, unrelated to LinkedIn, 100%. But a lot of it also happens through LinkedIn, because like I said, it's like, I don't know, in many ways, kind of the new the new Starbucks, because we're all there. Everybody is there. Everybody's so much more open because we realize that it's difficult now to meet a VC. It's not like you can walk up to them anymore. It's very clear. And I think that um, every VC fund that I know of, every investor I know of is very open to it. So reach out. Don't be shy. Just be really clear about what you what you're looking for. You know, you're reaching out. This is my business. If you can share your deck, do it right then and there. There's no problem. It makes the it makes the conversation easier. Um and if they don't reach out, it's okay to try again. Um, I personally put my email even in my LinkedIn, so I'm always happy for those to to reach out um, directly. Or you can do it like in, you know, in a direct message via LinkedIn. So to recap, I think that there is a shift where if LinkedIn was just like a thing where you'd kind of enter once in a while, you know, play around, uh, add people here and there, read a, like an article maybe or post, it's become so much more active. I see so many more people posting on LinkedIn, sharing on LinkedIn, adding on LinkedIn, so many more people reaching out. Um, and it's because there is um, just, it's, it's a global detachment right now. And we need one place where we can all connect from on a business level and have these conversations and, and grow the network. Um, use LinkedIn for your advantage, get expertise, get insights, 
get an advisor, get an investor. Obviously, you know, by the way, I didn't mention this before, but it's also a fantastic way to look for your next employees. I mean, many people will reach out, you know, through a LinkedIn post, a LinkedIn job op. But nowadays, I know a lot of our portfolio companies do this, and a lot of companies do this. You have to reach out proactively to people on LinkedIn, even if they're working, and ask them if you can have a call. I'm not saying, you know, try to steal steal people from other from other companies so openly but but sometimes that's the way to go sometimes that's the way to do it and um, the beautiful thing again about well, I didn't mention this but it's really crucial about LinkedIn is that it, it is discreet so there's really really so many added benefits I mentioned you know find your expert find industry experts um, in one place connect to venture funds obviously look for your next employee do it through LinkedIn don't be fearful don't be shy about it. Put ego aside, but just do your homework, right? Like if you read people's summaries, look who they are, look at their backgrounds, see that it makes sense to connect and try a few times. You know, I think I think it could bring a lot of a lot of value, much more than you more than you thought. That's it for today. Um, till next time. Thanks for listening in, and like always, you can reach out to me and let me know what you thought. Thanks so much. Bye.